0: Welcome to a podcast of Torrent RSSDI TV organized by Dr. Prakash Kashwani, Dr. Banshee Sabu, and Dr. K.K. K. Parika Jaipur. This podcast is brought to you by the RightDoctors.com digital knowledge partner to the event.
1: Myself, Dr. Bharat Panigrahi. I am a senior consultant physician and rheumatologist from Bhubaneswar, Odisha. So I will be talking on rheumatological complications of diabetes. So as all of you know, diabetes has become a pan-endemic affecting almost all the countries of the world and the burden is so huge and it has become a public health measure. So everybody, everybody at every sector, starting from the community to the profession to the administration and government, everybody should be aware of it and act immediately. So to coming to my topic, it's the rheumatological complications. We always talk about the microvascular complications, so microvascular complications of diabetes, retinopathy, neuropathy, and nephropathy, these cardiovascular complications, but we very rarely, very sparingly, we discuss about these musculoskeletal complications of diabetes. You know it's very common problem. It may not hamper the it may not have the mortality benefit, but the musculoskeletal complications that will affect the quality of life, it increases the morbidity. So we have to act at the earliest so that we can at least prevent or at least improve all these complications. Coming to these complications, the pathogenesis, all of you know, we have this hyperglycemia in diabetics that increases this uh, that age, that is also advanced glycation end products. And this age, when it acts with the cross-linking with the collagen, that becomes the collagen that becomes dysfunctional and that affects all the muscles and all the periarticular tissue and also it has been seen this age is also responsible for endothelial dysfunction and also the microvascular complications. So. The exact method, mechanism is not known, but as I've seen, the age acts through the age receptors, and by that, this, uh, that uh, activates the age receptors. The intracellular signaling pathway, that affects the transcription factor, NF, NF kappa vita, and by that, the, the proteins, the pro-inflammatory proteins, and they are also produced, and more and more, and they act in endothelium, that is endothelial dysfunction. So, these are the various hypotheses because these studies are very limited because nobody wants to at least involve in these things so that the studies are very limited and that's why we have the data are very less. Coming to the specific problem, the specific complications, specific components. So, what are the specific complications? We have the hand involvement, we have the uh, low limb involvement, we have the muscles involvement, we have the bone involvement, and the common problems are, number one, hand involvement, we have the stiff hand syndrome, we have the diputinous contracture, we have the trigger finger, and in the shoulder there is capsule capsulitis. So, you know the frozen shoulder or adhesive capsulitis. Uh, also, we have got the muscle infarction, there is also this. So these are the various complications of diabetes. If I come to one by one, I will just elaborate some two, three, four uh, complications. Coming to the first stiff hand syndrome, so the stiff hand syndrome, what happens here? These joints, small joints to the hands, they become stiff. There will be waxing and thickness of these joints, mostly the proximal uh, joint and the metacarpophalangeal joints so there will be difficult in the grip there will also difficult in the fine movements so if you have there are some these are, these are all clinical diagnosis and if you have this prayer sign we have got a prayer sign we are also a tabletop sign prayer signs if you just uh, oppose the both the palms so normally we can flatten the palms in both the palms but in case of the stiff hand syndrome what happens there will be difficulty in flattening so because the metacarpal joint the proximal interphalangeal joints, these are stiff that's why we cannot so this is called the sprayer sign we have the table top sign if you put the form on the table you cannot just you cannot have contact of the palm to the table. So, there will be like this. So, because it is stiff, you cannot have. So, these are the signs. So These are the clinical signs you can diagnose this problem. Coming to the treatment, you see, we don't have a satisfactory treatment. In many cases, they are also irreversible. But if you can, from the very beginning, if you have a good control of blood sugar and you can have just physiotherapy, Mm, then you can uh, have physiotherapy, you can have ox- occupational therapy, and in some cases the intralesional steroids that also help, and very rarely the surgery also helps. So these are the various treatments of Dupuytren's syndrome. I will come to last to Duputrin's contracture. Duputrin's contracture, it's a you know we have what the palmar fascia. So this palmar fascia there is fibrosis of the palmar fascia. So that what happens? the palmar fascia, there is fibrosis, so that will, there will be nodules, and that will have contracture of the pharyngeal, this metacarpophalangeal pharyngeal joints, so there will be like this, and the palmar will be st- stiffness, and there are nodules, there will also bands on the palmar fascia. So what happens here? You see, there can be also Coexistence of dupertinous contracture and stiff syndrome. But at times it is difficult to how to differentiate there. In typically, in dupertinous contracture, the lateral two fingers, the ring finger, and the fourth finger, these are the fourth and fifth fingers, are mostly involved. Whereas in case of stiff syndrome, mostly this uh, radial four fingers, three fingers, they are mostly involved. So, again, coming to uh, diagnosis, again, the diagnosis is. If there is nodules, you know, then you can have, at least uh, you can inject corticosteroids there and there will <coughs> be some, some relief and this is, this is better, treatment is better in this uh, dupu tenri than in hand syndrome. I will come to next another common problem that is trigger finger. All of, of you must have uh, marked, also come across trigger finger many times. So in trigger finger what happens? Again, you know, we have got this flexor tendons these flexor tendons they have got some pulleys there are some there are, there are annular pulleys there are also cruciate pulleys so there are many pulleys along the tendons you might have find about 7 8 pulleys so there is a one pulley that is an annular pulley that become that is present in in over this metacarpophalangeal joints above the the tendon is there and the pulley is about that so when there is a disparity between this tendon and the pulley area, that is, there will, there will be already a catching sensation because there will not be freeness of movement of the finger. So what happens? Whenever somebody wants to either flex or extend, there will be a catch, there is a snap and the finger will be like that. So you have to again manually extend it. So this is the trigger finger, this is very common problem and this is also very not only calm problem this is very uh, the quality of life here, here also many times if it is repeated and if it is bilateral then it def- hampers uh, uh, um, the quality of life hampers um, also fine working so here again we have got treatments you have to do exercise it you have to do physiotherapy again intra lesional uh, corticosteroid over that pulley that also Helps. You can there also. You can have a splint also. You can have some splint in the primarily. That also help in the early stages. Coming to the next, you can have a carpal tunnel syndrome. This is a very common problem. You must have uh, come across many times with the carpal tunnel syndrome. This is found in the general population also, but in diabetes chart, because there are certain problems which are very specific to diabetes. There is only one. One there is a muscle infarction. but. All of these problems, what I am describing, these are associated with diabetes and the incidence is much more than the general population. So, coming to carpal tunnel syndrome, you see, as you know, the median nerve passes through the carpal tunnel. So, for the carpal tunnel, also there are many tendons, all the flexor tendons, they also pass through the carpal tunnel. So, here happens, there is a compression of the median nerve. That causes problem in the... And so this is carpal tunnel syndrome, here appears the mid nerve is compressed, so you see the, medial, the lateral, the radial three fingers and also the radial part of the fourth fingers, these are affected. So this is the affected area, what happens, there will be, um, there will be pain and tingling and paresthesia of this area and the most problematic is it hampers the sleep at night. This, is, oh start, this pain is worse at oh night. That is the most problematic of this carpal syndrome and in you know, more, more advanced cases that can also affect the motor problem and there will be the, the, the thinning of the weakness and thinning of the muscles supplied by the median nerve. So if we can, these nerve conduction states and the MRIs, these are also helpful in cases where difficulty in uh, diagnosing. So, coming to treatment, yes, there are some clinical, um, you, you can just staging in the early case, early stages, uh, there is stage, stage 1, stage 2, stage 3. In the early stage, what happens? Only there will be paresthesia, and it does not hamper the, uh, there, there will be no sensory loss, and does not hamper the night nocturnal sleep. But in the intermediate stage, there will be definitely at times the nocturnal sleep is, is hampered and also there may be minimal sensory loss. But in the severe cases, what happens? In severe cases, there is sensory loss, there can be motor involvement and the nocturnal shift is much more hampered. patient cannot sleep throughout the night. So in the early cases, we can have at least splint. We can use a splint. We can also give intralesional corticosteroids and that that people, more, more more people, more and more people, they recover, but in the severe cases, we should also send for surgery so that there will be decompression surgeries are there and we can send to that. So these are the some hand problems. We can also, the shoulder problems so are there. There is more, more, one more common shoulder problem. So in shoulder, we have got adhesive capsulitis or what we called um, this uh, frozen shoulder, there is also rotator tendinopathy. So we can, the capsulitis, but frozen shoulder is a very common problem. That's also, that also happens in other conditions, but in case of diabetes, it is much more concerned. It is a very uh, problem, painful condition. In the early stage, there it has got three stages. You saw here the glenohemoral joint capsule, that is affected. So in the early cases, because you have got three phases. In the only phase that continues for four to eight weeks. So during the, these weeks, the pain will be more. Patients patient will have pain, both active movement and passive movement. both are very painful. So that, this, this stage, again go to the intermediate stage. In the intermediate stage, what happens, there is more and more of stiffness of the joint, but the pain gradually recedes, but there is more of stiffness then that, will, that also continues for four to eight weeks and finally the last stage that goes from 10 to 24 weeks and the stiffness persists but there will be some recovery, gradually, gradually in all stage but gradually, gradually there will be recovery. So you see this is a self-limited disease in many cases it uh, definitely it, it is being uh, cured automatically it is a self self uh, uh, Ill disease but what happens in many cases also the residual stiffness that continues so we can give in the from the early stage you can give in uh, treat the treat the patient with uh, limited movement you can have intra articular corticosteroids and Gradually, gradually, in the second stage, third stage, you can go for physiotherapy. So, these are the various problems that we find, but there are many other findings. So, my message is: my message is, you see, we should not at least uh, uh, devour these rheumatological complications from proper investigation, proper treat- treatment, and early diagnosis. And if we diagnose these patients early and treat early, we can at least give your patients a good quality of life. Thank you.
0: You were listening to a podcast of Torrent RSSDI TV organized by Dr. Prakash Kashwani, Dr. Banshee Sabu, and Dr. K.K. Parika Jaipur. This podcast is brought to you by the RightDoctors.com digital knowledge partner to the event. We bring insights from the world's best medical minds to audiences worldwide. The Right Doctors is a Google Launchpad digital health startup and is a knowledge partner of choice for medical conferences, CME, specialty journals and scientific events from the field of medicine. If you liked this podcast share it with your friends and visit our website www.therightdoctors.com.